0: hi everybody we're two girls we're bored and this is suddenly grown we're in our last year of college so if you're in your early 20s finishing high school or in college and you just
1: want to vibe stick around however if you're also significantly older and you just want to get into the minds of some 20 year old woman but in a non-creepy way come ahead and join us
0: hi everyone thank you so much for coming back for another week we really appreciate mm-hmm. your presence and the views that yes. you give us. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So today we kind of felt like we should talk about uh, body image and like eating habits, diet culture, because I feel like they all kind of go into each other just because it's a pretty good,
0: we were basically having a conversation with each other about what we were doing, the latest thing we were doing to exercise and we figured this is part of a larger conversation
1: well yeah because it's it's they're all interconnected though, that's true because our why do you want to exercise for example it comes back to like body image and it comes down to dieting and eating so yeah yep but like yeah they're all interconnected i think i can the earliest i remember actually caring about how i looked like was really really young and i don't know how much of that was just like me caring and also just like my mother caring but from the from like the youngest age i felt like Dieting was like a big part of like the way that my family operated, and it came from a multiple multitude of things. Like first, my dad's diabetic, and so my mom had a really big effort push into us eating well, and also, you know, last time we we talk, had a conversation about like marriageability, and it definitely falls into if you don't look a certain way, if you're too heavy in like my culture you're not considered to be a right bride and so like my mom definitely for my sister and I pushed dieting and that's what I used to think healthy was but I you know as I grew up I realized that that was not it
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely I think for me uh it it all comes down to the messaging that you receive regarding dieting Mm or just like body image in general from a young age for me my mom I remember you know how there's fad diets like a few years ago, it was the yeah, keto absolutely. diet. Um, so, back when we were in el- elementary school, there was this thing called the South, it's like the South Beach, Hamilton Beach diet, something. It was like some beach diet. And I remember my mom used to have a book on it. And my mom, I think, was really into dieting. But I think over the past years, she has come to understand that dieting isn't necessarily a means of getting healthier. I think. Mm-hmm. Along, like I think a lot of it does come down to like not being educated about this like, the connection between losing weight and being healthy because absolutely mm-hmm. like what you were saying about marriage ability the same is true in Indian culture as well I feel like the ideal weight is like 110 pounds something like that you know where you're like not not like stick thin but you're not exactly having any you're not having like there's no extra
1: meat on your bones <laughs> I mean basically it for me it, I could when I, when I look back at it I can say okay this was actually a pretty sad part of my youth but my god my mother and dieting I can list off how many diets that she did and that she made us all collectively do oh she right? made you do it too. so oh, oh absolutely something that Throughout like, middle do. School. like we would
0: all eat normal but my mom would diet
1: Oh god, no, I wish Throughout middle school and then high school It was, okay, there was a smoothie diet There was a grape diet There was um, this thing called That thing was horrible You had the fast metabolism diet You have the um, Keto Mm -hmm. diet You have this weird detox thing That I swear is a laxative (laughs) It's not actually It's not actually anything Um, The cucumber diet That sounds dangerous god there are so many No, you know that honestly they all are and i'm honestly I'm embarrassed to say that it wasn't until this year that i really just was like i'm not going to accept this mm-hmm. as a lifestyle anymore just because none of that is healthy for you yeah absolutely. and again y'all y'all are probably gonna think that we're weird but for me it was tiktok because i went on the app and then there were so many dietitians that were like this is bad you're not like the the connection between health and dieting there is none you're not supposed to diet for your mm-hmm. health the, like a lot of these diets all they're doing is putting you into a calorie deficit but they put you into like such a great one that whenever you stop the diet you're not able to maintain that eating and then there's a lot of guilt associated with it you yeah know?
0: absolutely i think a lot of my personal journey is i have always felt that i was a little bit overweight and so like i remember at least like twice a year it would either be like after a conversation that i had with my mom or i would do something and i would just feel terrible and i would go google how to lose weight and the first thing to pop up would always be how to lose 25 pounds in five days which is not healthy like the first few articles that always pop up are just ridiculous weight loss they're clickbait all clickbait and Mm -hmm. it's just i think i like i definitely bought into that i feel like up until high school and then late high school early college I figured out that's that there's a there's a difference between losing weight and losing weight in a healthy manner because my weight has absolutely fluctuated like I would lose 10 pounds and then
1: I would gain it all back because the way that I was losing it was not sustainable sustainable and then you actually go into a metabolic like uh I don't even remember the name of it, but like your met- metabolism kind of stagnates after a lot of dieting, after yo-yo dieting. Mm-hmm. And so what I did, because t- t- definitely college hit me hard right because i went ham the moment i was able to eat whatever i wanted i didn't have to like worry about like my mom being like oh this is unhealthy i was eating out with my friends once a week because in college nobody tells you that eating is a social activity that you don't do alone but you do with everyone around you i would literally
0: (laughs) not even be hungry but i'd be i'd say oh let's go get a coffee i think the most the worst thing so we, the freshman 15 are real, in case anyone was questioning oh, absolutely. it. absolutely. Um, I think the worst thing that our university did to us is that we have Starbucks on campus and we just have coffee shops, like lots of them on campus, and they're all paid for through our meal plan. And I have lots of money on my meal plan that I'm not going to be spending on the university's disgusting food. So when you're waiting for class, after class, you're just hanging out with friends, you get a coffee. And then with the coffee you also get some sort of a dessert like you get remember those tea cakes?
1: A croissants, yeah. Oh my a god, chocolate, the chocolate tea cakes. Oh my god. No, no, no. No, it's not even that. It's not even the coffee shops, dude. It is the off-campus food. Oh yeah. It's the restaurants off-campus. It's not them because because you'll go there are five thai restaurants there there are vi- there's vietnamese place on the block there's a korean place over there oh there's sushi up a, up ahead oh you want a burger there you go you want chipotle there you go you want safeway there it's not safeway us subway there you go so i you i see all of that going from a household of like all right salads and everything yeah. and i'm like Oh, I'm gonna go ham, mm-hmm. and you don't consider how you're. Because there was a point. It's so embarrassing. I don't think I ate a vegetable. <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> I was like, when was the last time I ate something green? I
0: mean, for me I would usually eat like one. salad I don't. I think that's a lie for you as well. We usually eat like at least one salad at some point during the day. But no, it doesn't i does no, not even a
1: lie. I became the, the trash my junior that year eat after dinner. No, that was my junior year. I'm gonna be very honest. That my freshman year, I went, I went berserk. And there was also near your dorm, there was those strawberry things oh, that you like to strawberry buy. Strawberry rhubarb bars. Ugh. I blame you for part of that freshman fifteen. I remember, please, truly, not even. And those, those, I remember the those, pesto
0: grilled cheese that I would buy. That nine dollar pesto sandwich
1: yeah and the thing is like none of these foods are inherently bad because food is not bad Mm -hmm. right it's just about over consuming foods that you're not supposed to like eat a salad eat a stir fry eat eat a vegetable every once in a while like and that's how i eat now Mm -hmm. i definitely changed up my eating after i woke up one day i couldn't fit my jeans i was like oh damn
0: no i think for me it was remember that dance we went to in february and then i was looking at the photos afterwards and i was like is that what my arms look like (laughs)
1: god no my I was arms comparing are such an embarrassing now
0: arms from prom the year before and i was like yeah what happened
1: yeah and you know i and now it, it, it kind of leads me into the idea of like the way that your body looks Have you heard of like body dysmorph- dysmorphia or the dysfunction just dys- body dysmorphia i believe it's like where you think that you look different than you actually do yeah absolutely. Dude, all of high school all high school for some reason i thought i was really really fat i look at my pictures from high school i was like that girl is skinny <laughs> i
0: thought i was fat and the reason for that is because i have like more of a pear-shaped body i didn't recognize that people have mm-hmm. different body types when i was in high school it's just not something that yeah. you're taught and so most you know? of my weight was in my thighs and my hips mm-hmm. and i it was yep. disproportionate to the rest of my body. And I was like, oh, am I eating wrong? Am I not exercising? And mm-hmm. not like I was going to exercise because I was too dumb to realize that um, no. I should exercise and eating well should be a part of my lifestyle in high school. Yeah. But I I was like, I had a lot of guilt. I, like, I used to carry around like a lot of in- insecurities regarding that. Mm-hmm. And it was just terrible. I wish someone had told me.
1: I mean, it didn't help that my mom, every once in a while, would be like, ooh. <laughs> and she'd like pinch at my. Like, mm-hmm. for me, I have a whole ass, I have a whole badonkadonk. Like, that is just genetically yeah. a part of what I ha- have inherited. And again, uh, I'm being honest. Like, we went to a school where some of the, these girls were skinny, like, like, really, really, really skinny. And that's just the way their bodies everyone were. They were just built skinny. different.
0: And- okay, for everyone right. listening, just to like j- j- the two of us are not overweight in like in any sense of the word we're not we're not
1: yeah, like we're like mid-sized i don't really know i think i size, just categorize like, I us as mid size
0: jeans if that puts it into context mm-hmm. for like like we're not
1: <laughs> i don't know i think sizing and
0: body image is just incredibly confusing
1: it's it's confusing and it really depends on like your perspective and the people that you're around, mm-hmm. right? And like again, like you, I didn't see people that looked like nope. me and so or had my shape or my body type and also like my mom at my age was way skinnier than I was. And so was she was always comparing that to me. Yeah. She was always comparing that to me. Literally I remember what she'd like pinch at mm-hmm. my size. I'm like, Yes, I know yeah. I have love handles. I was told they're comfy. That my they keep me warm. Body,
0: like my body shape came from my dad's side of the family, that it was the same body shape that my grandmother mm-hmm. had. And so my mom was like that's mm-hmm. not what I look like when I was a teenager. She's like you don't like, like the the most the f- most frequent one I got was like you look like you're a mom. Was the most Yeah, I common, got that too. Like you look like you're
1: a mom of two like multiple kids. Mom. And I with, was, with kids. You yeah. got that too? Mm-hmm. That was just, and and you know what? It didn't help. It did not help when sometimes I'd go, like, out and someone to be polite, they'd be like, hi, ma'am. And I'm like, yes. oh, that no, did not don't help. call me ma'am. Dude, that didn't help. And it really made me feel like I am this mama. And it just makes
0: <laughs> you feel really <laughs> terrible. Like, I personally, I'm not someone that gets affected by insults like that very easily. But when you mm-hmm. receive messaging like this so frequently, mm-hmm. it definitely starts frequently. to build up and you create, you... Mm -hmm. start to formulate a subconscious bias like by yourself and I will say kudos to my mom my mother has learned since then and she doesn't shame me in any way anymore I think now any conversations Mm -hmm. that we have regarding weight are in the context of my health rather than
1: Mm-hmm. But like you're in like the way that your body is yeah. yeah no I actually um my mother unfortunately is not there yet but I've gotten a bit braver mm-hmm. in my approach to her like <laughs> this is something that again I don't want anyone to think that I don't love my mother I love my mother a lot but it's also important to identify like the places that could be better um, so <laughs> <laughs> the card. so I the report card all right you did fail on the <laughs> body image category but so okay so this year. I came home after a valentine's day dinner and might I say I looked amazing on valentine's day I thought great it was a really good day for me and I came home my parents were like waiting for me they weren't waiting for me but they were just waiting there and I was like oh lord I'm about to die because like I didn't exactly tell them I was going out to valentine's day dinner like I come home and my mom was like that's what you wore and I was like ready for it and she in that instant she was like you know I'm sure he would appreciate it if you were like a little and I was like she, instantly when I walked in the door I was like oh that outfit would look so much better if you were just a bit more just a bit skinnier mm-hmm. like I just feel like you know it's maybe unflattering on me and I looked at myself and I, I was like look I actually look very good right now and I told them I was like do you understand what you're doing do you understand that like I just came home I had a really good day I'm with a really good person and instead of just being like hi how are you doing the first thing I get is, A negative, like, negative reaction to my body. And, like, you know, I think I've never actually told them about what they... I've never addressed their behavior before. And they were actually, like, shocked that I said that. And it was like, oh, wait, we didn't mean to say... I was like, it doesn't really matter if you didn't mean to do something or mean to make me feel a certain way. You did it, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think I've been having that approach with people... With, like, my parents, first of all. Because a lot of, like, my body image problems, first and foremost, just came from them. Like, it's... I really... I just have to address that. A lot of it comes from reinforcement in society. But some of it also comes from your home. Especially when you have a mom who means well. And I know why where it comes from. It comes from wanting us to be the perfect daughters for our Mm -hmm. communities. Wanting us to not have problems in the future. But sometimes the approach is just not right. And, like, I definitely feel like the media also doesn't help with this too you absolutely. know
0: absolutely I feel like the media it's supposed it it's the media is shaping our perspective of what the ideal body is and it's ne- mm-hmm. not necessarily it's shaping our perspective on body image but not necessarily on health mm-hmm.
1: no and it's interesting that the way that like the ideal body has shifted throughout history Mm -hmm. like in the 80s it was really really skinny women before women bigger than Mm -hmm. us were idolized now it's you gotta have big boobs and a badonkadonk and you can't have a waist and it's like hmm that's not realistic for a lot of women most women who have big breasts who have a really big butt tend to also have a bigger stomach they have like you know um uh handles (laughs) Love handles. Um, Hip handles. Love handles. (laughs) They have handles. Love handles. And they have like average size thighs, but that's not the image that is being pushed out at us. And so I see a lot of like YouTube videos, workout videos of like how to get my butt to be a certain way, like how to lose like weight in specific Mm -hmm. parts of your body, but that's that's not really possible. Mm
0: -mm. And I think there is Mm -hmm. a push. I don't know how successful it is. I have very mixed opinions about this, but there is a push for body positivity or Mm -hmm. actually that's a lie, not body positivity. There's a push for inclusivity, but I think sometimes Mm -hmm. the push for inclusivity gets lost in the message of body positivity and it can sometimes become a toxic body, like a toxic body positivity culture. What do you mean by that? So I was watching, I was reading this article um, and I've seen a few TikToks about this as well, about individuals where we promote body positivity to the point where it's excluding individuals that may be a uh, normal size not normal size but
1: like that may be on the skinnier end of the spectrum oh like if you if there's a skinny girl who's like oh I don't really love my body mm-hmm. you're like shut up you're yeah. skinny you don't have to worry about that okay I see I see oh, actually, honestly I can't even lie I feel like I've done that to people before like like I, I don't think it's to make them feel bad but because the society promotes, promotes a certain body type. And mm-hmm. if you see someone that's already in that body type, you're like, why are you complaining? Yeah. But sometimes we forget that, like, women that are quote-unquote skinny probably have a lot of anxiety about their bodies, too. Yeah. Because their bodies might not be the ideal, mm-hmm. you know. And I
0: think it's interesting and- because those are usually the women that suffer from eating disorders like anorexia. They present mm-hmm. as fairly skinny individuals to the rest of society Mm -hmm. this is a complete tangent but when i was in seventh grade we were watching this i was in health class no i was in eighth grade we were watching this video in health class about anorexia and it was just Mm -hmm. not a good day for me i the video was literally irrelevant but i Mm -hmm. was not feeling well that day and i got really nauseous and i got really dizzy uh during health class Mm -hmm. And it has absolutely mm-hmm. nothing to do with the video. But now, anytime I read or watch anything about anorexia, I get dizzy and nauseous again.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. So there's the, you. Your brain formed the connection. to My that. brain That's formed the connection.
0: I was reading a book. Um, it was a fiction novel. It was a fictional novel, but the main character had anorexia, and she was talking about mm-hmm. um body positive. She was talking about uh how much she needed to exercise in order to burn off uh, a cookie a chocolate chip cookie and I literally Mm -hmm. had to stop reading because I got nauseous from reading it
1: oh wow Like, I, that's that's really unfortunate when I think about that. Because it's also interesting because when um, somebody who is really skinny has an eating disorder, Mm -hmm. people take it seriously. But then if you're bigger and you have an eating disorder, Mm -hmm. people think you're brave. Oh, thank God. She finally... Yeah, It's just the framing around health is really... Like, body image is really Mm -hmm. sad. Because there's no discourse on what health is. Like, I've I've been learning at 21 years old what it means to be healthy. What it means to eat healthily. Like, I watched um You know when Bill Nye came yes. back, <laughs> there was this one episode they had. I don't remember exactly if it was a body image or health or whatever. And there was a woman on there who said, "Look, the weight that you are when you are eating a healthy, balanced diet when you're moderately exercising is your quote-unquote normal weight. Yeah. When you have like when you feel balanced in that, that's your quote-unquote normal mm-hmm. way." And I I thought about that like okay that's really interesting because what is a, like what does normal eating look like what does moderate eating look like and i think that we have so many different messaging in the united states right you have this huge diet culture who, what tells you what is healthy but then you also have a lot of unhealthy foods that are pushed and promoted mm-hmm. into your face every single day so like what is healthy what does that mean
0: i don't know i honestly could not tell you I will say that a lot of my own personal journey with my health has also happened in college Mm -hmm. because I'm making these Mm -hmm. decisions for myself now. And also Mm. because you and I both want to live to be 101 years old so we can live in three different centuries. And in order to do that, we kind of have to be treating our bodies as temples, not putting
1: waste in them. Like for real? i want someone to cut open my body and be like those are some fine looking yep. organs that's my goal i want my, know, like yeah. all of my
0: organs to be able like for them to go and give life to other oh my god that sounds so narcissistic <laughs> i want to be i'm an organ donor and i want other people to benefit from my organs after i pass away because they're that healthy yeah and that, i don't think there's any way to yeah but if you're rotten I'm from racist,
1: the inside narcissistic. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: but yeah college has absolutely but, changed my perception of health I think a lot of it is the education around health like dude I mm-hmm. let me tell you I was the first thing that I learned was that exercise alone will not like yeah I knew that like exercise alone won't let you lose weight and become healthy mm-hmm. but I didn't really know that until college and I was shook
1: I felt like I had been caught yeah, in my uh, entire life because we were exercising like crazy in college, like yeah. it was also around this time. I start. I really changed the way I ate mm-hmm. recently because I, because th- there was the freshman weight, and then there was also the quarantine weight that um it happened to me. Not everybody, but I definitely lost myself in a bit of like a. There was a m- couple of months there when I don't actually recall if what I ate. I'm like, okay, I was eating chips every day, but. Uh, <laughs> There was a point, you know, I woke up one day and I was just bloated. Mm -hmm. My body felt disgusting and I was like, I'm not eating well. Like, I just feel like I'm not, like, why am I eating, right? I had to kind of sit down with myself and be like, what is the purpose of food? Food is meant to fuel, right? What do I need in order to fuel myself? And I started to understand, like, my relationship with food. I learned something in college. I learned when I get stressed, I eat. So that means that around finals, when I have a paper due around really stressful periods academically, I tend to eat a lot. And it's like cookies, mm-hmm. chips, whatever. And so I learned, I have, to, I've been learning to like change my association with food yeah. and eat. Not eat while I'm distracted or not eat while I'm working. When I feel hungry, I'm like, all right, it's time to have a meal instead of having a yeah. bunch of snacks, you know? And then I always make sure that there's something green in my meal. Mm-hmm. Just that those are just like small things that I started incorporating into my eating now because I've definitely gone into like a very, uh, up and down cycle with my food. And then back to your point about exercise, I also went through a little bit up and down cycle with the way I exercised.
0: Yeah. I think for me with food, I you eat when you're stressed. I eat when I'm bored. If there, if I'm mm-hmm. procrastinating on something, like I don't want to start assignment, I'm like, oh, let's go get a snack. Or
1: do you know where that started? Because I do that too. Do you know what? When I was younger. So I used to read a lot. Mm-hmm. We used to read a lot, right? And so I would read when I ate. And so in order to keep reading, I would always get a second serving so that I could keep reading my book and my mom wouldn't tell me to put my book down and go and do my homework.
0: Oh my God. I actually, that that's not the case for me because I can't read and eat at the same time. It actually really bothers me. Mm-hmm. If I get a snack, I have to watch something instead of reading. Mm-hmm. Like I will be in the middle of a book, okay. but if I start eating, I can't read at the same time. I, I can multitask in most ways but I can't eat while I read um but I eat when I'm bored and I think Mm -hmm. my solution for that is I eat like three solid meals and then I have two snacks during the day and one of those snacks has to be a fruit
1: Mm, and then any other time that I get hungry
0: we have a giant fruit bowl or I guess right now I don't Mm. know how practical this will be when I live on my own again but like because I'm quarantining with my family we always have fruit in the house it was there's so many mm-hmm. different types of fruit during the summer because my family loves summertime fruit and so we always had at least five different types of fruit around now we have like apples and bananas and we have like those you know those little cuties those things save my mm-hmm. life because you can you can so...
1: eat one and not feel
0: <laughs>
1: anything so that's like the opposite in my household. Because we're all stuck with one another, we are not allowed to have that much fruit because it will finish in an hour. Uh, You'll buy a thing of apple, because there are seven mm. of us living here. it's it's actually crazy. We will buy fruit, and next thing you know, my little brother, who's like eight, you'll find him, he has five oranges on his plate, and he's about to, and if, yeah, and if everybody gets five oranges, how many? 35 oranges. Who's gonna buy 35 oranges every day to satisfy (laughs) this household? So, it's very, like, sparse when we can have fruit. (laughs) It's so sad, like, we ration that out when we have fruit in my house. But, but, when it comes to exercise, though, like you said, exercise is not meant to, like, at least the way that we're doing it, we're not losing weight via no. exercise. It, like, okay. it's there to also, maintain your heart health. <laughs>
0: did you know that exercise is basically useless? Like, literally, most of the calories you are going to burn during the day is from when you're sitting. Mm-hmm. I, I-, I literally did not know this until, I want to say, March or February, and I
1: was shook. You know, it's really unfortunate. I wish we had known this when we were, like, in college, especially we were freshmen. And we were going through, like, how many different exercise routines. We first, um, we started going to the gym as freshmen. Yeah, which was very difficult considering it was a 25-minute walk from where I lived. Yes. And it was cold. And it it was disgusting. And then every time... No, not just that. Anytime we went to the gym, we'd see the really buff dudes just going and lifting. And then it would discourage us because... And he's, hi- yeah, no, so that didn't work. And then our sophomore year, our sophomore year, we decided to do
0: CrossFit. in the morning, I really would go to bed at 2 a.m. And then wake up at 5.30 so I could take a bus to CrossFit by 6.30.
1: And I would wake up at the same time, drive... To, to the crossfit gym which is 20 minutes from my house to meet you there and we were there we would go and we would do and we would crossfit every second of and it every second I of mean, we, it, they j- we liked run, it afterwards
0: because after the hour was we over, we were like damn we did that but we hated every second of it
1: every single minute of it but remember our goal was to do push-ups and i still have not met that goal from last january i mean i can but do push-ups okay. now it's,
0: i think my goal is to do a pull oh up. really
1: okay i still can't do push-ups but okay i i need to test it I'm- i don't believe you're telling me the truth but <laughs> after after crossfit because we, ha- we stopped because it did not work with our mm-hmm. schedules anymore this is the thing with exercise is that when you get busy exercise is like the first yeah. thing that always because leaves. it's not our and
0: priority so, and that's something that we
1: had to acknowledge that Mm-hmm.
0: you know how people are always like you need to maintain a healthy lifestyle we really did not understand the mm-hmm. meaning of that until I want to say quarantine you no. because until we mm-hmm. hit quarantine we really did not understand the meaning of that this is something that needs to be embedded into our lifestyle because we're students we're going to get busy every other month
1: yeah. and
0: that means I'll be, exercise a, I'll be a med student at some is point. going to change every other month which is why I really regret not having this education like early in middle school so that I could kind of create this sort of a healthy
1: lifestyle for myself in high school i agree i agree because then you can slowly incorporate working out and exercising when it fits mm-hmm. you and the way that it, it works for yeah. your life you know like and then after that so we stopped doing grassroot together i think after f- we did it all of fall quarter winter we just really no, no, stopped no, we did it all of winter and then, quarter. we stopped in the spring pardon me we, we stopped in the spring, fair enough, because we really did get busy. And then we we felt bad about it, but we both kind of kept that our, our little secret. We're like, all right, we're not going to tell everyone we're not CrossFitters anymore. And then <laughs> afterwards, I picked up boxing because I wanted to get back into the rhythm of doing classes. Mm-hmm. The CrossFit gym was really restrictive in terms of how many classes that they had. So this boxing gym had classes like seven or eight times a day, and I loved it. I loved it, and I will go back. I had had to stop because I got busy, but then I was going to go back again um, later. And I started, but then the pandemic Mm -hmm. hit, and I wasn't able to keep that up again. But I was absolutely in love with that. I I will go back. I will take you to that Mm -hmm. gym with me because not only are there very attractive um, instructors at that gym, but I also get an amazing workout, and you get to punch. You get to punch. Boxing has
0: been on my list. of things to try forever and i I do want to Mm -hmm. go there i think um we were going to do boxing together but then it just didn't work with my schedule um and it was kind of a it it was a a far bus ride for me to get there but yeah i i think while you were doing boxing i went back to going to the gym which was fine Mm -hmm. except any week that i was particularly busy i wouldn't go to the gym And I'm not that. I hate going to the gym at night. I'm really that. Like I want to work out in the morning, and so that was also a constraint for me. And then, once the pandemic hit, I switched to videos, like YouTube
1: videos. You switched to videos. I went back to an app that I downloaded. Was it Fresh? Oh wait, I lied. Couch to Five K. I did
0: Couch to Five K for a bit too. I hate running. I adore running. I got to a point where I almost enjoyed running. And then Almost I
1: stopped. enjoyed it. Yeah, because we had a friend who was a marathoner. She did the Boston Marathon. Yes. So imagine how inadequate we felt. Just pure trash One humans. Time I told to this I was girl going
0: for a run and she was like, Oh my god, we should run sometime. And I was like, You just ran the Boston Marathon. I literally, by running, I meant I was gonna go outside and like do a brisk walk. <laughs>
1: Dude, can you imagine the embarrassment of running with her? Oh my god, I could never. I w- could never. She woke up at five in the morning to go on her runs. And, like I, I had a lot of respect for her, and she fit. She graduated early too. Mm-hmm. Really smart, mad respect for the girl, but I don't think so. And then like after after I did the Couch to Five K, and then you know obviously I stopped. You did not finish. I, I, the I couch picked up to 5K. jump roping. Of course I didn't. I got to like week three. Why? Um, I started. Yeah, I did week two in a couple um (laughs) (laughs) um, i started i started jump roping i actually really like jump roping jump roping is something that i can do whatever and i just kind of pick it up jump rope for Mm -hmm. 10 minutes i still i don't get like i don't i just don't have the motivation to wake up i literally set my alarm it's time to jump and I'll be like, oh, is it? I'll sit in my bed for a, a good half an hour de- debating on whether or not I'm going to go jump. And this is what I do. On um, Days when I'm like, okay, if I don't exercise, I'll just make sure I eat super healthy today so I won't have to. But then I sit in my bed. I'm but like, that's no, no, no. the thing, no, though. Working
0: out is heart health. So, like, eating healthy is not the same. Yeah. And that's the thing. We're still no. trying to figure out how it fits into our lifestyle. For me, yeah. um, my sister and I, I think last week... We started working out in the morning together. Um, we do different workout videos. We just started Pilates. Mad respect for that woman because I really thought Pilates was just like a soccer woman, a soccer woman, a soccer mom class. I did not realize, like I, I never really knew what it was either, but it's like ballet and cardio combined. It, it looks so graceful and I want to be able to Do her videos as first. I want to be able to make it through one of her videos from beginning to end, and then I want to be able
1: to be as graceful as she is during her videos. So, I actually went to the videos too. Um, I started doing like the pop sugar ones. Oh my god, I did those last year! They're fun. So, um I haven't finished an entire workout yet. So I started what I was like, oh, it's a 30-minute boot camp. I got this. Got to 20 minutes. I mm-hmm. said, you know what, girls? Congratulations. I applaud you, but not today. And then I felt so bad that I didn't finish it that I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to do the next one, 45-minute. I'm stupid, right? Because I said, I can't do the 30-minute one. Let me do the 45-minute one and finish it. And so I did the 45-minute one, and it was, it was gruesome. At the break time, I said thank you, again, but I'm not finishing <laughs> this workout. And the at least the mentality that I have with myself is at least I did half mm-hmm. and didn't just not do it at all, yeah. you know? Because we definitely have this mentality when it comes to eating well or even exercise of all or nothing. Yeah. We either go all into a lifestyle or we just go to the very opposite where we're eating oreos yeah. and sleeping and it's a mentality for mentality that you
0: and i have, have in all aspects of our life and this is something we actually figured out mm-hmm. like i was running one day i was doing the couch to 5k and i figured out that like this is this applies to exercise which is why we haven't been able to mm-hmm. integrate that into Sticks our routine lifestyle or into our lives is because I will start a workout regimen or like it's simple examples when I was doing that, that couch to 5k, like on one of those days when I couldn't fit, like basically for those that don't know, it's like you run for a certain amount of time and you walk for a certain amount of time on days when I couldn't run the exact amount of time. I would like, I really like my first reflex was just stop and be like, this is stupid, but even if you walk, like even if you're doing something that is like a little bit more than what you were doing had you been sitting on the couch
1: watching Netflix. And it's just really hard to break out of that mentality. Yeah. And for definitely when I observe my relationship with my health, exercise and everything, I think it also contributes to the way I was raised. Like my, my family, we don't really do the whole outdoorsy, exercisey mm-hmm. thing, you know? Like, it's just not... But I'm My parents just didn't have the time. Growing up, my parents... Like, first, when I was really young, they just didn't have the money to put us in, like, sports. And then after that, they didn't have the time to pick up, us up from sports and stuff. So, I think when I have my own household, I'm, I know I want a family, and I think... I want to get my health under wraps and that means figuring out what type of exercise works for me, figuring out what eating works for me um, so that I can pass down healthy habits to my children because I definitely want to be one of those families that goes on hikes like once or twice a month, Mm -hmm. you know, or or goes biking together because those are all healthy habits. And um, because I got to a point where in my free time, instead of going outside and doing something Athletic or doing something, you know that at least got my heart rate up. I just watch TV. Yeah,
0: same. And I think what you were saying earlier about the, you have to start those habits when your children are young. Um, Similar to Mm -hmm. you, like my parents, they were always very busy when I was younger, and so we never really did those family workouts. But my -hmm. dad's brother, his family, um, my they like they go biking together. They have the, the oh. thing in the back of their car. They all have bikes. So they'll like go biking on the, you know, those, that paved trail near the library. They'll yeah. go, um, they'll go biking on that for hours. Um, they started skiing together. And um, I actually skied with them, which is the only reason I stuck with skiing. Like, the, the, For no one else, like for, if I was, If you told me that every Friday I had to drive an hour to ski for four hours and then drive an hour home by myself every Friday, I would not do it. But because I was doing it with my family, I learned how to ski. And so that was an activity that it was actually their idea to do. And even now, my cousin's 14. Him and his dad wake up every morning at 630 and they do Nike Fitness Club in their in their living room together. And my cousin's 14, Mm -hmm. and he's, like, shoulders are getting broad. He has defined Mm -hmm. biceps, and he's just going to get stronger and stronger. And that's not even what's important. Mm -hmm. What's important is that he's building
1: this routine that he's going to probably continue well into high school and into college. Exactly. Exactly. Because he's going to learn how to exercise and how to do all that stuff as he's busy in high school. I really wish I had learned about this. I learned how to do this when I was busy in high school because... Because school is my, always my top priority and I push my health to the side when I get busy in school. Even though when I started doing boxing, it was probably the best feeling ever when I had a really hard exam or when I was stumped on a paper. Mm -hmm. I would just go to the boxing gym. I'd punch it out. I'd hit some really strong dude, this really strong dude that I could never actually hit in real life. I was punching at him like I was a pro. And then I'd leave after the hour feeling really elated and i'd go back to work and i i think it's because i found my niche right i found something that i could stick with and that's also i'm hoping to go back to that like for example like my boyfriend he um he boulders you know and at first when he started i was like all right go rock climb <laughs> i guess but he did it for such a long time and it was consistent and truly truly loved it and like, although i i tried it but i have no upper arm strength and i didn't feel because for me yeah. in the gym also, it's like that self-conscious feeling that you have when you're about to exercise. It stops me. But I didn't feel that when I was boxing, which kind of meant that that was for me, I thought.
0: But I think I am going to try boxing. Um, and I think what worked for me is at-home mm-hmm. workouts are not my thing. I need some sort of a community uh whether that can it's a pilates class a boxing class Mm -hmm. a soul cycle class a zumba class i don't know like i'm gonna try all those different zumba class um until i figure out what exactly is my niche but i know that working out at home like you know those mirror where you've seen the, the mirror it's like a mirror that you can click on and then it like does a routine and i'm like what is the difference between me working out in front of a mirror and working out in front of a YouTube video? Either way, I'm not going to do it. I have zero motivation. But if I know that (laughs) there's a community around it and I have a place to go to do it, I'm more likely to do it. Because while we were doing CrossFit and while I was able to get there, I loved our coach. I loved our community there. And I thoroughly enjoyed doing CrossFit.
1: Like, I actually mm-hmm. wish we'd had the chance to tell everyone say goodbye to everyone. It's kinda of something one of the things I regret because we quit it we That's quit a lie. We ghosted really abruptly. them and then we stopped and, paying for it. I, I know. That was a kind of abruptly. We stopped going all of a sudden. <laughs> We stopped going all of a sudden. Yeah. We're like, wait a second. We, you know, we can't pay for this. But I, I like the people, mm-hmm. you know. And I wish, because when yeah. we'd go, they're like, oh, you made it here today. And then they'd, they'd ask about classes. And then it was just Mm-mm. like. We were the only
0: students in the entire room. Everyone there was a degree holding adult at different phases in their lives. We were the weakest people there, but that also meant that everyone there, it was such a supportive community. So like when we did, I remember when I did my first deadlift, everyone in the gym clapped for me. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the most exhilarating experiences of my life. (laughs) I really enjoyed it. I just don't, didn't enjoy that it was at 6.30 after, like that I had to wake up at 5.30 and get on a bus in the cold.
1: And the running I mean, it was you, you really could have done as slow as Evil. you wanted. You just didn't want to be no. left behind, right? No, because <laughs> it was like a circuit, you know. Yeah. And after at the end, everyone's like, "What was your time?" And then you're like the last one running and trying to finish your exercise. I don't think so. <laughs> and you, there's no running? way to cheat because the coach is watching. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and if also, you don't want to cheat younger, your workout. <laughs> I just—if anyone young is watching this, like younger than us, we don't condone cheating. Please don't cheat at your workout. <laughs>
1: you're only cheating yourself <laughs> <laughs> you really are but no because it, it it got a bit competitive because because i'm here i'm 21 i'm supposed to be at my prime and then there's this old man who's 50 years old and he just passed me three times excuse me sir like <laughs> oh come yeah on. and you remember the dude with the would nice he had like calves they were rock hard Plus, he had a disease, too. He was a sick man. I swear to God. They had also been doing
0: CrossFit for years.
1: And we were (laughs) new. It does. No, he hadn't. That was his first year. He was just a runner. He was a runner, though.
0: I don't know. I think if you're going to take anything away, specifically from our CrossFit experience, we were literally at the worst physical health that we've ever been at. And we swallowed our pride and went to a class. So if you're scared to do something like that, please... No one is going to judge you, honestly. First of all, everyone's there for themselves. Like, really, no one's sitting at the gym being like, oh, look at that person. Like, no. That is so true. And, yeah, like, no one's out there judging you. The coach tells you your form is off, but in a very polite and in a constructive manner. I think if you're the type of person that feels like you need that community, like, Mm -hmm. try and find it online, maybe join a forum, or when it's safe to do so, don't be afraid to try it in person because I think that was definitely one of the most positive experiences that I've had and it makes me feel open to trying other different forms of group classes.
1: Mm -hmm. I agree I agree and also when it comes to just like healthy eating and healthy lifestyle just don't look don't try to lose like 10 pounds in a week it's not possible when it comes to health understand like if you if weight loss is part of your goal like it's part of my overall goal it has to be slow. You cannot lose, you cannot lose 25 pounds in five days. The most that you can lose at a healthy pace per week is two pounds. That's a kilo. And sometimes you won't even lose <laughs> that kilo in the week. Cause like I started like on that path too. And then I wasn't like hitting those numbers every week, but I was eating well and I felt good. And that's really what matters. And, um, just don't don't push yourself too hard and also just like weight like like fat being fat is not synonymous with like beauty like those are two different things like fat and pretty are not is, is not uh, ugly and skinny is not pretty like you just just you just got more adipose tissue than anyone else and that's okay and <laughs> and if you want to lose that adipose fat adipose tissue it takes time and it's, it takes patience. Like for me, the other day, the other day, in, sometime in August, right? I thought I did my makeup. I was dressed in like this traditional Cameroonian uh, dress. And I looked at myself. I was like, I look really beautiful today. And I looked at old pictures of myself in high school. And literally, I didn't feel as, I don't think I ever felt as beautiful as I did now, bigger than I am than when I was in high school. So. Oh,
0: absolutely not. I think I was getting dressed just for fun. I was putting my winter clothes away and I saw one of my one of my Indian one of my Indian suits and I was like you know like it's one of the ones that my mom got me last time she went to India and I still haven't had the opportunity to wear it. So I put it on and I was like damn I look good. (laughs) I did my makeup just for fun.
1: Yeah and so like there's something to be said about self-confidence and being happy with yourself it really reflects in how you look and how you perceive yourself so like consider that as well but um I hope that you had fun time listening to us if you have any exercise tips that you'd like to give us about staying motivated we'd love to hear some um but thank you for joining us
0: yeah thank you for lending us your ears and have a lovely rest of your day bye-bye